Hey, everyone. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Today, we're discussing Fit for a Prince, which is a standalone movie that does not fall into one of the categories. And I actually have some thoughts about why that is, but we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. If you're new to us, Megan, that's me. I'm a longtime Hallmark fan, deep in my heart. I love Hallmark. And Wendy has been dragged kicking and screaming into the Hallmark world. That's funny you mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait. I feel like something good is coming. All right. If you want more from us, because this is technically a bonus episode, we have regular cornerstone episodes dropping every Tuesday. We would love for you to hop on over and take a listen to those. This week, we talked all about FOMO, the fear of missing out and the ridiculous things we fear that we're missing out on. But you know, those episodes aren't just about what they're about. This week, we also talked about some new fun news from the CDC, which you don't really hear fun and CDC in the same sentence. But let me tell you, it was exciting. We talked about the wireless bra revelation that I am having, more about comfortable undies, what you should be sleeping in, another podcast we're loving. There's so much stuff over there. And we also round out every single one of those episodes with a Megan and Wendy approved item, something that we're currently loving and that we want to just share with the world. So When you're done with this episode, hop on over and take a listen to that one. Quick programming note, there will be no Hallmark episode next week because there is no new Hallmark movie this weekend, but we'll be back in full force to take on Spring Fling, and we will also be producing our bonus content for Patreon next week, so you won't be missing out, and if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can become one at any time. If you're wondering what the heck Patreon is, basically... Patreon is a subscription service that you can obviously subscribe to to get bonus content from your favorite creators. Tons of podcasters have them. We're offering exclusive content to those who want to subscribe financially just a little bit. The highest tier on our Patreon is $7, guys. You can be a subscriber for as low as $3 and you're getting bonus content from us. And if you sign up now, you get all last month's content. Our regular Tuesday and Thursday podcasts aren't going anywhere. They're going to continue to be here and they're going to continue to be free for you to access. But if you'd like to join Patreon, we would love to have you over there. You can also find us on Instagram, Megan and Wendy LSS, and you can hop on in to our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties on Facebook. We also love your emails. So email the show at meganandwendy at gmail.com. And I think we have one today. We do. This is from Lisa, who says, um, as a comment to our last episode about It Was Always You, you should watch When Calls the Heart. I love her in that series. (laughs) No! It's like Little House on the Prairie for grown-ups. Not racy or anything, but a nice show, clean cut, heartbreak laughs, and she's so pretty with her long hair. I enjoy your podcast. It always makes me smile. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. But I am not watching that show. There's so many seasons Mm -hmm. to catch up on, first of all. No, I can't. I can't do it. Unless it's like life changing, then talk to me. Otherwise, I'm just going to hard pass for me. I'm going to give it a try. I'm committing here. I'm going to give it a try. I can't try because and this is this is what I'm going to talk about real quick here. Kicking and screaming. I told my husband over the weekend that I'm starting starting to feel a little bit resentful when I have to sit down and watch <gasps> these movies. And uh it's it's like work to me, but um 
<laughs> is Spring Fling the end of Girls Gone Hallmark? I don't think so. I'm really looking forward to a break this weekend. So um, I-, I feel like I have watched so many movies. Look, as much as I love a Hallmark movie, I do sometimes feel like knowing that I have a deadline in which to watch one and that I have to sit and take notes on it. Sometimes it does make me feel a little bit resentful, especially when the movie is <clears throat> a stinker like this one is. <laughs> and I think you might get an even bigger break in between Spring Fling and the summer movies. Uh-huh. So that might be another gift for you. Okay. I think during that break... We're going to watch some things that I want to watch. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) It's only fair. All right. So let's talk about Fit for a Prince. Do you have a synopsis for us? Uh, I don't. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. This is like our 22nd Hallmark episode. Is it really? It's been a lot. Okay. Fit for a Prince. (laughs) Shut up. Oh, and it has to be long, too. Okay. Fit for a Prince. Cindy is an aspiring fashion designer whose talents have been the creative force behind a high-profile designer, but longs to strike out on her own. Hired to dress the ladies of a wealthy family hosting an upcoming charity ball, Cindy's life takes an unexpected turn when Prince Ronan, a in town to attend the gala, becomes smitten with her, and also takes note of her talent for design. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. News and notes first. I don't have that many news and notes for this guy. I don't even know when this movie was made. Do you? I don't know when it was made, only where it was made. Yeah. So I wonder, is this one that, that they've just had... Laying around in the can. No, no. And I'll tell you why it's not. Mm -hmm. I this morning after I took all my notes, I listened to Duck the Hallmark, Mm -hmm. which is a dude's Hallmark podcast. And they said, I thought it was very interesting. And the reason I didn't notice this is because I watched this like barely, like half an eye on it. I was doing other things. I. I don't want to give away my first impression. Let me just say, I missed this because I was not paying close attention. But they said there's a scene where they're walking through town and in the background you can see people wearing masks. No, stop it right now. Now, was I invested enough to go back and look at that scene? No, I was not. But uh, they said it was very interesting because Hallmark has gone to great pains to pretend like the pandemic doesn't exist and you've never seen anything anywhere in these outdoor scenes that would suggest we're living in a pandemic. So... That's how I know it was filmed within the last six months, let's say. Wow. That's interesting. I didn't notice that either at all. Uh, But that doesn't make any sense if you're watching a movie. Like, why do all these people in the background have masks on, but like your main cast doesn't? I mean, this movie has many, many inconsistencies. I would not inconsistencies, failings. And I would say that is the least of our concerns. I just think they assume you're just going to look right past it. Like the fact that this movie makes no sense. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll get there. Uh, This was filmed in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Talk to me why Canada has places called Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm not really great at geography. (laughs) Because Canada is a country, much like the United States is a country, and Ottawa is a city, and Ontario is a province. So it would be like saying Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Ah, 
Interesting. Thank you for clearing that up for me. I did not know that. I have, there was a big argument somewhere on the internet where I saw someone saying like, saying something was filmed in Canada is like saying it was filmed in the United States, but us American assholes just <laughs> don't really know anything about the world outside of our contiguous. Got it. I mean, you and I both went to college, so I, I'm happy that you didn't know <laughs> what that meant either until recently. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this was also filmed at the Fairmont Chateau. And I don't know how to say this last Laurier, word. Laurier, I'm guessing. There you go. Often reter- referred to as Ottawa's Castle, which is it's just a hotel, right? Fairmont Hotel. That's a hotel, right? It's pretty from the outside. Beautiful. Beautiful. I have a few more news and notes. Okay. Natalie Hall, who played our lead actress, Cindy, also appeared in a couple of my favorite shows, Unreal, Pretty Little Liars, Drop Dead Diva, and she played Colby Chandler on All My Children from 2009 to 2011. I've never seen this chick until today. Same. And I've seen many of those things that you named. Unreal. Love Unreal. Drop Dead Diva. Every single episode. Yep. Interesting. Let's talk first impressions, and then I'm going to spring something new on you today. I'm ready for it. Are you ready for my first impression? Go for it. The first Five, ten minutes of this movie were so promising. It was so cute. I really was enjoying this whole seamstress. We're going to make cute dresses. I loved Cindy's character in those first five minutes. And then it turned so stinky. I hated this movie so much. Okay. Okay. Well, my first impression is that it was... First of all, guys, it took me three days to watch this movie. Three <laughs> days. Um, it also it was super boring, and I hated everything about it. <laughs> so, I love how you reacted to my reaction as if it was <laughs> somehow revelatory, and you hated it, too. i got to keep the people listening. <laughs> this is new for us. These are some of the IMDB.com reviews of this movie. Whoa, hit me. Quote, Did a sixth grader write this? (laughs) Quote, not fit for viewing. Quote, this one is only good for background noise. If that. Quote, gag me. (laughs) And the last one, quote, so bad it's almost good. No, not really. It's just bad. (laughs) I love IMDb. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I didn't even know until you brought it up a couple weeks ago that there even were imdb reviews but oh yeah i love it i love it too did you like anything about this movie there were a couple of little little things i liked about it it had a couple of cute i'm not even say cute funny quotes that I will be sharing on our Girls Gone Hallmark Instagram. If you're not following Girls Gone at Girls Gone Hallmark. Um, so I will share those there. What I liked about this movie is I liked her friend Reggie because he was this yes. level headed confidant. Like we've talked about it in several movies of past that. Uh, the lead does not have like a best friend or somebody that they can talk to or shoot the shit with or whatever. Reggie was this person for her. So I liked him. I loved Cindy's dresses. The ones she wore or the ones she made? <laughs> the ones she wore. The ones she made were hideous. The ones she wore, I thought were adorable. I thought she had great wardrobe in all but one scene of this movie. Okay. I, I have a couple things in our did you see that 
section of the podcast about what she's wearing. So we'll talk about my thoughts on her clothes later. Yes. I enjoyed the party scene where they played that minute to win it game. <laughs> I thought the like choreography of them playing was hokey, but I like that whole scene from start to finish where they play the game and then Cindy like runs into one of the chicks and spills wine all over her. But the best part about it was this conversation between Ronan and Cindy when they're sitting outside at the table and they have like a fully adult conversation about Ronan being available. I hated that party, but I did a fully (laughs) evil laugh when she crashes into the evil sister with her wine. I really enjoyed that moment (laughs) because I hated her. Well, that those girls were not nice. Um, I did write a note about that. Julia played one of those girls, one of the quote unquote stepsisters. Um, if you didn't know, there are some Cinderella parallels here, which Megan didn't get missed. Yeah, I missed it. So <laughs> here's what's really funny. And I was going to save that. I was going to drop it into my first impression. <laughs> Wendy's texting me and she's like, is this a Cinderella movie? And I was like, I don't know. And then she goes, her name's Cindy Cordella. (laughs) And there's so many parallels. But the funny thing is, in one of my notes, I had totally called one of these women who I'm actually, I don't even know their names. I didn't write them down. I hated them so much. Julia had the dark hair and Brooke had the blonde hair. Okay, so I called... Brooke Drizella at one point in my notes because and then as soon as you look at it through the lens of this is a Cinderella story it makes not more sense a little bit more sense I don't like like it anymore no it's like sprinkled with Cinderella it's not a retelling of Cinderella yes the metaphor falls apart very quickly when you try and make a name for name comparison but totally because if you think about it what was the movie that had um uh candace cameron in it and it was a wizard of oz type oh yes was was that a christmas movie yes we'll leave a link to our review in the show notes but that hit us over the head with the wizard of oz theme but it also has some nice, subtle overtones of Wizard of Oz that, like, you wouldn't normally get unless you really knew about the Wizard of Oz. If I only had Christmas. Sorry. Yeah, that was it. That was – I I think I enjoyed that movie. I don't – Same. Rec- I like that movie. Anyway – Back to Julia. I thought she played a perfect villain towards Cindy. And there were some touching moments between Julia and Ronan about their relationship. Do you even recall this the scene, Megan? I know this was fully background noise for you. Uh she like came to him and was like, Yeah, I didn't I like the idea of us, but I didn't really like you that much, basically in nicer words. Um and then she comes around to Cindy. And basically shows that she's a good human. So she redeems herself. But her come around to Cindy is so fast. In one scene, she's like, he can't be with someone like you. You're not good enough for him. And then the next scene, she's like, you deserve to be with him. I mean, there's not even a moment where she, you see her have this change. She just changes. She just flips. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no self-realization that we like get to yeah i i know what you mean i just i think i liked the the gal that played julia i thought it was she was a good actress when cindy shows up to the party in the t-shirt and jeans 
I really like that Prince Ronan comes back out and he's wearing <laughs> a terrible rock and roll t-shirt. Like, okay, not- but this really belongs in Did You See That? Because there's no way, A, the prince owns a shirt that says rock, quote, and roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, maybe he owns a solid t-shirt. Maybe he owns, like, a shirt with his boarding school on it, right? Yeah. There's no way they couldn't have come up with a better t-shirt for him to come out with that he would have had to pack and bring with him to this family. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, I did it appreciate that he went out of his way to make her feel comfortable, but uh, right. her shirt said YOLO. <laughs> I can't. Did it? <laughs> I don't. What did it say on it? It didn't it's, say YOLO, but it said, what did it say? What's YOLO stand for? You only live you once? You only live once. <laughs> I didn't even realize it said YOLO. <laughs> I do remember he comes out and he goes, well, you look good. Ooh, that's a bad t-shirt, though. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> Totally putting that on our Instagram. That's hilarious. <sighs> I hear you. I'm just saying, I, while we're talking about the shirt, there is no way that they tell her this party is casual. And this woman who wears very cute dresses to go to work goes home and changes into a t-shirt and yoga pants to go to a party, which at, is basically held at a home that is basically a castle. No, there's no believability in this part of it. She would wear her work clothes or she would wear like a casual going out outfit. She might not show up in a ball gown. She's not showing up. Even her yoga clothes were nicer than this. I don't know. Are you sure there were yoga pants? I thought there were jeans because she had high heels on. She did have high heels on. Maybe. Honestly, it was a dark pant. It could have been jeans. It could have been a black pant. But with the t-shirt, it looks like she's (laughs) hanging out watching Netflix with friends. Right. Right. I hear you. Okay. Now, are you ready for roadblocks? I'm ready for some uh-ohs. Let's do uh-oh. Ronan's a prince and is expected to marry a certain kind of woman. I, uh, Ronan's dad retire. Uh, Ronan's dad plans to retire. Ronan's not ready to be king. Yeah, we're going to believe that all of a sudden Ronan's dad is springing this news on him and telling people who aren't Ronan first. <sighs> mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Cindy isn't allowed to fraternize with the clients. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Uh-oh, Rebecca really stringing Cindy along. Ugh, I hated Rebecca. Me too. But there was this really funny scene where she, like, comes to the uh, ball or gala or whatever it was. No. Yeah, that's what it was. And she throws her jacket at yes! the... Yes! Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> laughed out loud. I don't, I just was a funny choice by that actress. I thought it was funny. I but agree. I, hate, I hated her otherwise. Uh, go ahead. That's it. Oh, uh oh, did someone just put the dress rack by a chocolate fountain? Oh my I wrote, gosh. oh shit, there goes the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was so bad. So, so bad. And lastly, after that night where they're making the dresses and they wake up late for their appointment to deliver the dresses, 
Cindy's going on and on. And I wrote, late for the dressing. Shut up and hurry. Like, <laughs> you don't, like, stop and thank Prince Ronan for all his help and this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, get in the car and get over there or you're going to lose your job. Did you notice that there were just slices of pizza strewn in the pile of fabric? Hello, you just ruined dresses with food. Why are you eating pizza near your clothes? Yeah, that I, what? Yeah, that was weird. Like, why would they do that? Why would they even show that there were just so like the many... working through the nights we got to eat while we're working the no. props department struggled in this movie and i have some additional thoughts on that okay so are we where are we at now what we wished for okay i wish they would have eliminated some characters there were too many characters in this movie we have these seamstresses that are in the shop Mm -hmm. that have so many like tight-lipped smiling scenes they don't have any (laughs) lines they're just sitting there smiling along Uh uh-huh and the problem is they're part of the story she keeps trying to get them time off and get them a raise and get them all these things i understand you got to have people working in the shop fine don't address them there's too many things going on we already have cindy we already have Julia, we have Rebecca, we have mm-hmm. Reggie, we have Gloria. I mean, we have Virginia Hamilton. There are too many people in this movie for me to care about. Well, her her people in the dress shop are her little mice, right? Yeah. Like in Cinderella. They should just be working quietly. But this is... Uh, I wrote this down, and this is just a side note that I labeled... Uh, Don't all designers, big names at least, have a team of people? Rebecca isn't sewing the dresses herself. She considers herself a world-renowned brand. She would have far more than Cindy working for her. So it makes sense that these other, like, sewing people are there. But wouldn't there be, like, more of them? Not just two of them and Reggie and Cindy? And don't try to make them part of the plot. Just let them fade into the background. Don't talk to them. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. That was so weird. What else did you wish for? A better music work montage when they're like fixing and creating the new dresses. (laughs) Give me something better here. This is the perfect opportunity for it. This was your pretty and pink moment when they're sewing the new dresses. Well, I said she is not remaking all of those dresses overnight. This is not Project Runway. Cute montage, though. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, Okay. I also have, I wished for better dresses. Those look like some straight up off the rack dresses to me. Basic. The only person who had a nice dress in the old movie. lady, the old lady. Oh, no? I, uh, Virginia. I actually, yeah, yeah. she's one of my favorite characters. Um, no, was Cindy. When uh-huh. she comes to the ball, I loved her dress. Look, I had already tapped out by then. I don't even remember. Oh, it, she was was a, it was a great dress. I would wear that dress. Did she make that dress? Was it a uh, there's Rebecca? There's no whatever? discussion of it, but okay. that I noticed. There could have been. <laughs> Who knows? I phoned it in. But those dresses, have you ever been to a tailor and in the front of the shop, they have like dresses on a mannequin that I guess are supposed to demonstrate their abilities as a tailor. And they're always like super outdated. Yeah. When she's walking through the shop, there's dresses on mannequins. I was like, I feel like I'm in a tailor 
slash dry cleaner. I can smell the dry cleaning solution. <laughs> I hated their dresses. I mean, come on. This was like TJ Maxx ball gowns that they snagged for the fully. purpose of this movie. They were hideous. It's really hard to do these movies where you need a high-end prop like a dress mm-hmm. when you don't have a high-end budget. Right. Right. I wonder, I would love to know the actual dollar amount budget they have for these kind of things. Because yeah. those dresses were so awful. Unfortunate. So awful. I have one last thing for what I wished for. Mm-hmm. In the end, after her and Prince Ronan are dancing their slow dance, she busts out with Oof. like some fast dance moves that are the worst, most cringy dance scene I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. It was so bad. It was worse than, and I'm going to throw it back to that Candace Cameron movie where she had to dance in those huge ass heels when it was a terrible, right? Is that the movie? Yeah, it was a very- Was there a dance scene, right? Yes, it was a very stiff dance because she couldn't dance in those heels. Well, this was like a fast dance scene and she was, I swear she was doing things like the- Sprinkler. Sprinkler. <laughs> and the, like, it was so bad. It was like, it, I don't know if it was like supposed to be at a wedding, like where, and I've seen some great viral videos where the bride and groom are dancing and they bust out in some sort of like hip hop dance or something. Sure. I, I don't know what was happening nope. with this, but it, it was so terrible. Deep secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, for sure. The last thing I wish for, and we kind of touched on this, but if you're going to make a movie that has ties to Cinderella, follow the metaphor through. Because I, okay, Cindy and Julia are the wicked stepsisters. We've got Virginia Hamilton, who's maybe the fairy godmother. She's the only one who's kind to Cindy. Yeah, but but she doesn't have any, like, uh, power hand in the... Fix moving the story along or fixing it or whatever. Right. right but then, are, so then that's the thing. So the, then the natural connection is maybe Rebecca as the fairy godmother, but Rebecca no. is a hateful character. I think we're supposed to like her at the end. I'd like to talk more about that in our next section. Me too. But she's not, the, the metaphor falls apart. You can't just name a character Cindy and have some mean girls and like try and make the Cinderella tie in if you're not going to follow it through. That's all I have. Are you ready for Did You See That? I am ready. Okay. My first was the YOLO slash rock and roll shirts. I know God. we've discussed it. I the just best. cannot handle it. It's so funny. Well, I know we talked about pizza, too. I wrote pizza on the work table. Didn't we learn anything with the chocolate fountain? Though I don't think the chocolate fountain was actually her fault because I think that somebody uh, – had rolled a rack of clothes that was in front of the chocolate fountain and then moved it out of there. And then the wheel broke off of her rack and therefore then fell into the whatever, whatever. It was a mess. Go ahead. What else did you see? The valet says it's going to be a while to go get her car. By the way, there was nobody at this party. Why is it going to be a while? Also, the hallmark of a good valet is they take your ticket and they run for your car. Yeah, you don't wait 30 minutes for it. (gasps) Give me how long, how far away could it have been parked? And you're telling me they wouldn't have just parked all these cars in that giant circular driveway. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Cindy's apron. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that she put an apron on all the time? Now me, I love a good apron. I love wearing an apron. I know that's super weird but okay we get it she's like cinderella cinderella wore an apron it just was dumb to me 
I could, I, you know, she needs all of her little bits and bobs right at her. Oh, bits and bobs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. But uh, I watch Project Runway and sometimes they wear like utility type aprons or or like something around their waist that has their stuff in it. I just, she was just like, oh, so pretty with my pretty flow, flowy apron. Yes, it was very frilly. Yeah. The scene where Cindy is revealed to be the actual designer behind Rebecca Rosalind Designs is so awkward because the prince makes it happen, right? But then mm-hmm. Rebecca goes, oh, I'm going to promote you. Let's be partners. Why? Why yeah. would Cindy want to be her partner when Cindy is running the show? Why does she not just go out on her own so Rebecca can stop living off Cindy's designs. Okay, I wrote this. Why would Cindy take a partnership with Rebecca? Rebecca ran all over Cindy. Dumb. Do you, Cindy? Do you? (laughs) Is she an idiot? Like, she's... Nothing changes. She's going to continue to be making dresses under the name Rebecca whatever. Yeah, that's dumb. No. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Create your own line. It would have been better for Rebecca to say, hey, I'm going to... Get, help you make the connections to get your own design line. Well, and does she even have to now? Because now she's with Prince Ronan. And Prince Ronan apparently probably comes from money. So yeah, if we know own? anything, it's that it's very hard for the wife of a royal to continue to have their own life. <laughs> exactly. Do you think that the timing of this movie had anything to do with the timing of the interview? Uh, so that's funny that you mentioned that because I know that the boys at Deck the Hallmark talked about it too. And no, I think that was just coincidence. Interesting. You think it has something to do with it? I think it's not impossible. I can't remember when they started promoting this movie. Not very long ago, but I don't know. I think it could just be a coincidence, but it is odd that it doesn't fit into one of their categories that they just dropped it in here. Yeah, maybe they were planning on taking two weeks off before Spring Fling, and then they're like, mm, we have this. Yeah, or maybe it was movie. part of Spring Fling. Oh, oh, possibly. Oh, possibly. I don't know. I have one last, did you see that? Mm. I wrote, Cindy is in crisis, made to fix. What did I write here? I can't even read my own writing. Anyway, she's all done up. Hair, makeup. She's wearing a darling dress. Why would she be all done up, like, to work 24 hours to make these dresses you know do you know what scene i'm talking about like it's prince ronan comes to the studio or wherever they're working the shop or whatever and she's like just fully made up i don't know why i'm so bothered by this maybe it's because i don't get made up anymore (laughs) (laughs) well i think so i think she goes straight from the house to the studio but Also, I think this is one of those to steal a line from Julie Sherman Wolf. I think this is one of those because Hallmark moments, like because Uh, the heroine is going to look cute and she's not going to go get into her dirty sweatpants. Got it. All right. Do you have any other else in the did you see that? Well, Julia says to Ronan, I think you just might be in love with her. Why do they always have to be in love? It's been three days. Why could he not just like her? I think you might have feelings for her would be a perfectly acceptable line. He doesn't need to be in love with her. I know. I that's my whole problem with these movies is that like you you jump forward in time faster than you would in like a regular real life relationship. And I know you're supposed to suspend belief in these movies, but that's what drives me crazy. Just 
be normal humans. Speaking of normal humans, in the final dance scene, Cindy says to Ronan, I dare you to be spontaneous. And he kisses her. Uh, is it spontaneous if someone says, I dare you to be spontaneous? <laughs> if I someone dare has you to tell you me. to be spontaneous, are you actually spontaneous? Are we? Uh, mm. And then he dares her and she does that terrible dance and I died a little bit on the inside. Yeah. Can you rate this movie? I... I'm having a hard time rating this movie because I'm trying, do I compare it to the Love Ever After movies? Do I compare it to all the movies I've watched? I give this movie one star. Same. Okay. It wasn't good. It was might be my least favorite. Ever? Of the bunch? Eh, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't either. And it wasn't even that I didn't like it because it was boring. I just didn't like it. There was a scene where the women, the fancy women, are all laughing. And Brooke's character, like, puts her hand to her chest. It's such an affected move. And she's like, <laughs> and she puts her hand up. And it made me so angry that, oh. I, it, like, the way she acted that scene. And I do think she's doing a straight take of the Wicked Stepsister. I think, like, you could do a side-by-side cartoon real life in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. I didn't like this movie. And it was really interesting to listen to the Deck the Hallmark guys talk this morning because they compared it to like, is it worse than Beverly Hills Wedding? And they said no. And I thought, uh, yeah, go ahead. What? I have never listened to them. I have heard a lot of people say that they didn't like a Beverly Hills Wedding. And I was surprised by that. So that's funny you mentioned that because I was looking at Instagram this morning and I did write on their Instagram photo. I was like, this movie is not worse than Beverly Hills Wedding, but you're right. It was terrible. So uh, yeah, don't let that be the bar. Like I liked Beverly Hills Wedding. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, let it let it be like Winter Getaway, which was terrible, or Snow Kiss, which was terrible. Snow know? Kiss was terrible. They also hated Snow Kiss, to be fair. Um, I did see that our friend Callie from um, Hallmark's The Spot also wrote that this was a dumpster fire of a movie. <laughs> I was waiting to read her review until after we had podcasted because I am so afraid of someone else's opinion coloring my my thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week, there is no episode. But as we said, you can join our Patreon because we're going to be producing additional bonus content. You can also listen on Tuesday next week because we will be dropping a brand new original episode. And those episodes are a little bit longer, so you can really dig in. But of course, we'll be back on March 25th with our review of Chasing Waterfalls featuring Cindy Busby. And if you have been around, you know that we're kind of on the Date My Dad reunion tour and it has been really fun to see all of our favorites from Date My Dad pop up on Hallmark. So I'm excited for that. I wonder if anybody knows what Date My Dad is (laughs) besides us. I know we've talked about it here, but as a throwback a couple of summers ago, Wendy and I hosted a pre-show for a television show on Up TV called Date My Dad, starring Barry Watson and Cindy Busby and many other Hallmark actors. And we kind of fell in love with those characters. And I feel an attachment to them when I see them in other shows. Yeah, I am looking forward to watching Cindy Busby in this movie. I saw the commercial during... um fit for a prince and they're like playing that tlc waterfalls <laughs> right and i was like of it. Mm-hmm. was it because i thought it sounded like the real thing oh you might be right i don't know but i was like hey that looks great so let's hope it is 
I need a great one. I need a four star. <laughs> we need to bring Wendy back into the fold because this is no longer appointment television. This is no, this is real hard, guys. I am looking forward to the next Jer- Julie Sherman Wolf movie that's going to be debuting during Spring Fling. But uh, there's an I Ireland need- set movie featuring Joanna Garcia Swisher, who I love. Do you think they actually filmed that in Ireland? It looks like it, man. It looks Ish. like it. It looks like it. I hope so. All right. Before you go, if you enjoy these podcasts, we would really love it if you would take just a minute and leave us a rating and a review in the Apple Podcast system. We know that if you listen in another system, there's not a way to leave a review. We wish there were. But if you are an Apple Podcast user, take the 30 seconds. We would really appreciate it. It helps us a lot to grow this podcast. And until next time, have a great week. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 oh,